What number is this, Chip? Episode 154, Mickey Dolan's live in Japan with Glenn and Ian from 7A. Okay, don't, mean, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I know. You're listening to Zilch, a monkey's podcast. Record and play, Ken. We are buzzing tonight. We are buzzing tonight right here on Zilch. We are buzzing. Welcome back to Zilch. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today. And today I am joined from our contingent in the UK. 7A Records is in the house. Ian Lee and Glenn Gretland. Welcome to the show let's try something spontaneous we haven't rehearsed this i'm just gonna go with it guys i'm hoping that you can pick this up and let's just run with this here we go <clears throat> all right zilch mr doubleina mr bob doubleina <laughs> mr doubleina mr bob doubleina mr zilch. Bob doubleina mr doubleina mr doubleina mr bob doubleina mr doubleina mr bob doubleina glenn where were you i'm not gonna do it outrageous we tried Here's, here's the scoop. Glenn I've seen you. I've seen hates, you do this. Glenn I've seen hates you. the monkeys. He no. he thinks they're a lousy band. He's never he's in it for the money. We're, he's in this for the big bucks we get for these Absolute, records. Absolutely not. I think I'd, I'd find a different business. I think if that was it. But um, I've seen you do that, Ian. I've seen you do that on uh, was it a cappella? Uh, yes, this, I have posted an app of me doing it it's a nice it's a fun thing sometimes we do i host a radio show over here and sometimes uh you know if calls are slow which is most nights we will try and get people to do uh, uh zilch and i will get pretend angry when they can't but the problem is they never can because there's ever such a slight delay on the mm. phone lines so it's impossible to do but don't you know to really pull it off that that acapella was great that one that you Thank did you. that must have taken quite a bit of time Yes, and yet you refuse. It took about it, it, it took about four minutes, and yet, Glenn, you refuse uh, to allow me to release it as a single on my own record label. I, I don't. Re- I don't recall even having a conversation about that. I, I, I had the conversation in my head, and I, I, I knew how it would go. So uh... I'm just saying that I'd play it here. Yes, God. I would play it here. As a matter of fact, we should close the show out with it if you'll oh. send it to me. God, yes, yes. Let's. All right. uh, it's actually, a date. Know, let's do I it. Know, I don't know if I have it anymore. It may have been destroyed. <laughs> How are you, Ken Mills? As the world collapses around our ears, how are you? I am doing great. I am hanging in there, trying to keep an an, an up spirit, trying Good. to look at the best in things, and seeing a lot of great stuff amid all the the tragedy. The world needs uh, the world needs laughter and it needs entertainment more than it needs news right now. News is happening. You know, there are some terrible things going on in terms of politics and global pandemics. Uh, and so, you know, podcasts and radio shows that are, are, are entertaining are essential 
at this precise moment in history. So well done for uh, for keeping going, man. It's appreciated. Like the song says, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. Oh, man. More than ever. More than ever. But from t- two meters apart, if you're going to have sweet love, it's <laughs> yeah. got to be two meters apart. Social distancing, please. Yeah, it's really put a, a crunch on the orgy trade. Oh, man. I had so many books up this summer, and uh, you know, <laughs> you just I just had to cancel them all. It's such a shame. Ah, oh, well, there you go. The good news is that uh, dirty phone calls are probably doing better than ever. Wowzers! There's now there's a phrase you don't hear very often. No, remember party lines? Remember party uh, lines? Now, what were party lines in the states? Party That's lines the in the states. It was everything from you could like it call the party phone, and it would be oh, like eight yeah. people would get on a line or twenty people in a room. Yeah. And it's like, hello, is everyone yeah. else? Is there anyone else in the world? You know, and things like that. We used to have that, yeah. But then there were the things like this: call one nine hundred. You know, and it's like for a good time call. You know, you know, I I have a friend of a friend that made a lot of money out of that. Friend of a friend. And, 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 Here we and, go. And and he ended up in prison because oh. what he what he did was unforgivable. Really, he kept asking. You know, just as it was about to get exciting, he asked people to dial another number. So he, he kept. They had to call two or three numbers. Wow. And, and there was no climax. So just they kept thinking there was going to be a climax, and there wasn't. So that was I, like the, uh... the worst possible cheat. I would, we could do one for, uh, over in the UK, the 0898 numbers. So we could do one for, for Monkeys fans. You've dialed 0898 Monkeys. I'm going to name some really obscure album tracks and unreleased tracks. Ladies, baby, Mustang, all the King's horses. That could work. That could work. You know. We're so naughty here, we spell Mickey and Davy with an E. Oh, my God. That's my favorite thing on the internet is when, hi, thanks for letting me join your group. I'm a big fan of the monkeys. My favorite is Mickey, and they spell it with an E. And then everyone piles in. Well, you can't be that much of a fan. You spelled the guy's <laughs> name wrong. Oh, bad. I always feel bad because it's like, you know, guides this person says, hey, I I think I'm going to check this monkey thing out. And boom, clamor over the head with boulders dropped on you the first day. Get it together. Guys, it doesn't matter how you spell the names. I just want to say I've ordered the the album from Deep Discount, but I haven't received it yet. Oh. 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 And by the way, we love all of our customers. Thank you so much for, you know, for, for supporting this, this silly little boutique label that we run. Um, but the number of times we get, well, it's happened three times, uh, an email from someone. I ordered the um, uh, uh, CD from Amazon and it skips on track three. And I kind of write back going, okay, I, I'm really sorry that happens. It's not a fault with the batch. I suggest you get in touch with Amazon and ask them to replace it. I, I mean, what you want me to? You want me to phone up Mickey and get him to re-record it for you? What do you want? Yeah. I'm yeah, teasing. Uh... We, we love all of our customers and the fact that they, you know, that they can write to us directly and we can. We are small enough to be able to respond directly. Thank you. And but as much as we love talking about our world today and one nine hundred numbers and party lines, here we are. We are here for a special occasion and something that is really cool. Another 7A release, guys. 
Mickey Dolan's live in Japan. Who'd have thunk it? We only promised this, I think, about three years ago. So it's <laughs> this has been our longest one. <laughs> To get out the reason we did, I think it was two or three years ago, we first kind of said we were doing this. Yeah. Um, but then we just kept getting, we always had this. And maybe Glenn will talk in a minute about how we got it and, and the history of it. But we just kept getting sidetracked. You know, Mike would go out and do a tour and we'd send him an email saying, um, I don't suppose you want to release this tour on our label. Yeah, sure. And then something else would come up and then something else would come up that was kind of important that we got it out first so this one is a very very important record for us and cd and dvd um but it just just get put, pushed a little we kept kicking the can further down uh, uh, uh the road today we will be playing some selections from the album mickey dolan's live in japan but only bits of the song so you have to go out and buy it yes support what you love tell ken and the dear listener how this one came about sure yeah uh, so it was back in 2016 that i think you ian told me that you heard this this tape or you knew that, that there was a recording out there somewhere and we were trying to track down who owned some of mickey's early sort of japanese singles and almost given up um you know, i had a japanese translator we, we sent we got um some of our friends to type Japanese emails. Finally, all of a sudden, we heard back, back from Jam Records, who um, who had accompanied the release to be or not to be. And um, they were obviously very surprised to hear from us. And um, we were quite amazed that they were still in business, to be honest. They had the rights to, because um, they, were, they were the people that organized Mickey's tour in 1982 in Japan. It was Jam Records. So they had actually recorded a concert professionally, a soundboard recording. There was a bootleg video that had been doing the rounds for yeah. years, like an eighth generation, poor video quality, poor audio quality that I, I remember getting in the 80s, you know, from, from our friend Kirk. 
mm-hmm. that was yeah. doing the round. So pe- people were aware of these concerts, but but yeah, the discovery of a, a, a professionally recorded concert, a different concert, I hasten to add, from that tour yeah. was yeah. a revelation. And I think, just to go back, Glenn, I think that came from Akira, wasn't it? it who sent yeah. us... The, yeah. the Akira, Monkeys fans on, on the Zilch page will know him. He's been invaluable to, to, to you know, this would not have yeah. happened if he had not got involved and sent me the tape and helped with a lot of the translations. Um, but yeah, he sent me a cassette and I heard it and went, oh my God, this is this is amazing. And that's, so that's where that came from. Sorry, Glenn, go on, uh, carry no, on. No, that, 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 that's good. Yes, that, that is correct. And um, as it happens, uh, Jam Records had a better master from the soundboard and they also had a video, uh, you know, obviously the original source of the video that you could see on, on YouTube. The original tape. It was a big old, it wasn't VHS, it wasn't Betamax. So it was it called, was, it was a Umatic tape. Umatic tape, a big old yeah. chunky piece of equipment. And it was the original tape that had been in you know that had recorded the actual concert so it was it was i mean it's a it's a one-shot thing there it's not multi-camera like the it wasn't a professional video like the davy jones show but it was really really good quality yeah and it just gives you it gives you two different concerts so the cd is one concert and the, the dvd is another and there's a slight difference in sound quality as well the cd is, is excellent sound quality Whereas the DVD is, is is slightly less, and it's more to really to be to give you an idea of what it was like, because it's um, it was quite insane, isn't it, Ian? I mean, the people yeah. throwing, throwing stuff it, on stage. And... It was kind of there was a big wave of monkey mania in sort of 1980-81 in Japan because of the the infamous Kodak Daydream Believer. Uh, a commercial and so the three keys went would went over you guys know this what am i telling you but they went over yeah but ian there are people who have never heard this story you're absolutely right there are people right now going what what's this kodak day during believer thing so tell them it was a, an advert in Japan in 1980 for Kodak that used Daydream Believer as the song. And, and the, the, the uh, Daydream Believer got re-released over there and, and got quite high in the charts. And so individually, Davey, Peter and Mickey went over there separately um, to do a few shows. It could be argued that, that the excitement in Japan is what planted the seed for the 86 uh, reunion as, as as they all three of them saw oh god we thought this thing was dead and there's actually there's a huge yeah. audience uh for it and yeah the, the the mickey concert is um you know it's it's 1983 it could be 1968 in terms of the screaming mm-hmm. and the excitement that is coming up from the, the audience and what's interesting as well is is mickey had never as far as I'm aware, done a solo show. You know, he he toured with Dolenz, Jones, Boyce and Hart. He toured with as Mickey and Davey. Um, but this is, I think, his first solo tour. Davey, of course, yeah, you know, been yeah. touring the clubs and, and, and had been working pretty much nonstop. Um, and so the, the Davey show is really, really slick. And, of course, we, we, we released, um, uh, you know, Davey Jones live in Japan. Mickey's is, um, is endearingly kind of rough around the edges, really interesting set list. You know, when have you heard uh, Pillow Time mm-hmm. or Zor and Zam live? And an enthusiasm from Mickey yeah, that right. I never heard since. You know, it was a real, You can. he sounds nervous. He sounds excited. He sounds, he's throwing everything into this performance. 
And it's completely unlike the Mickey you get in 86 when the, the monkeys get back together, in my humble opinion. And but why should I speak since I know nothing? <laughs> you have to remember, <laughs> Mickey had changed his career at that point. He was actually yeah. a television director and living in the UK. So that, that's why, that's probably why this was his first um, solo tour. He had given it all up, right? I mean, when you think about it, it's like that line from Godfather, and they keep pulling me back in, right? It's, yeah. I, I think I, I think there's, there's a quote from uh, Mark Kleiner did a brilliant sleeve note for the booklet, and I think there's a quote in there where Mickey actually said at one point, I don't think I'll ever set foot on stage again. Yeah. So Mark Kleiner, he... by the way, you, did, do you mind if I mention a, a, another Monkeys podcast? Oh, no, we've yeah, mentioned good. it here, as a matter good. of fact, and we hope to have him on the show to do a crossover. Hello, Mark. There is there is room for – because I think what Mark is doing in his podcast, Nesmith Talk, Goffin and King – I mean, I, Mark, I think it's a terrible title. But um, what he's doing, I think, is completely different to what you guys are doing, and he is really zooming in on the micro of the monkey's story. You know, I mean, we're mm -hmm. getting a three-part Poolit uh, special, which is just yes. delicious. Uh, his podcast is amazing. Um, and what makes him so great is he he came very close to publishing a book about Dolan's Jones, Boyce and Hart. So the kind of 70s, early 80s monkeys is really his speciality. And he'll, he'll correct me if I'm wrong. His wheelhouse. Yes, exactly. Um, and he has spoken in the past to so many people that no one else would think to, you know, the people that organize Mickey's Japanese tour and Davey's Japanese tour. And he's got a wonderful insight into th th this, this thing that most people have, have tended to ignore. So his sleeve notes on this are just out of this world. He's done such an amazing uh, uh, job. And, and cause he of course wrote the sleeve notes to our first release, um, the uh, Mickey Dolan's, the MGM singles. Mm -hmm. And then, we tried to get him to write some more sleeve notes for stuff. And he said, oh, I, you know, I, I don't really think I can. I don't think I can. And it's only on the last couple of releases that he's got back and said, actually, I've, I've got more stuff to say. If, if you'll let me say it, come aboard, brother Mark, come aboard. Right. You know, you, what you write is fascinating. But the detail is amazing. I mean, oh, it's incredible. Just, 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 just imagine tracking down the guy that used to own the restaurant where Peter talk did the dishes. <laughs> no, incredible tracking him down amazing i'm even thinking of offering him the platform of zilch so we could like air his show here yeah you know what i mean just like one central hub yeah if that makes sense it's it's a great show and um you know uh, uh, as is the texas prayer of chicken which is great yes we got, we're so lucky to have several really cool monkeys podcasts it wasn't all that long ago there wasn't even one no, exactly. And, and you guys set the trend and we appreciate that. And they're all different. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it so good yeah. is they are, all have their own different perspectives and, and personalities. Agreed. But yeah, so Mark has written some sleeve notes. We've got, you know, as always, we try and cram as much into these packages as possible. So we've got great Henry Delt's picture on the front. I know this is another complaint we get. Um, yeah, it's an interesting release, but the cover, I'm afraid, is not period. You try getting a good quality picture from Mickey Dolenz from 1982, 83. You can't. You can't. So it's not period, but we think it looks stunning. There is this wonderful sleeve notes, again, packed with, with some pic pictures from, uh, from Japan and uh, flyers and singles and things like that. Um, we always just, you know, we don't, we, we're not one of these labels that um, 
hey, here's something you already own, or here's something you already own with two songs you don't own. We just want to throw everything in there because th th there's not going to be another Mickey Dolenz Live in Japan release. So let's make this the one that has everything. And speaking yeah. of everything, it's got what for me for a long, long time was um, one of the holy grails, right? For, again, the, the same time that this bootleg video of, of uh, Mickey Live in Japan was going around, there was also, it's been on YouTube for years, I think about one minute and three seconds of him on Japanese television singing, I'm your man, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's, uh, I saw it again. I must've seen it in the, I must've got it on a tape from, from Kirk. Glenn Kirk was a guy called Kirk White, still is a guy called Kirk White. Used who to be my used landlord. To, used to be your landlord. Yeah. And did we meet at one of those conventions, Glenn? Is that, we I did, did we? I, I think you stole my wallet, didn't you? Yes, that was it. So yeah. we met years ago and didn't realize. And, and Kirk is kind of our Maggie McManus in the in the 80s when mm. no one was really talking about the monkeys. Kirk ran a fan club over here called Band Six, and it was a joy. He was also, I think we can say this now, he was also the guy you would go to if you wanted to get hooky tapes, uh, bootleg tapes. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and he was great. And he had this, this clip. And for years, we were trying to hunt down I'm Your Man. And then someone... There's another Japanese collector, it may have been Akira, got in touch saying that the whole, because it was just this one minute of it live, that a studio version of the song had, had yeah. been played on Japanese radio. Yeah. There used to be, and by the way, if anyone can help me with this, I would love to get some copies of this. There used to be in the 80s, and I think it went into the 90s, a late night Japanese radio show that was dedicated or primarily about the monkeys and it will play interviews and it will play obscure bootlegs and stuff like that i have tried to find this show and i cannot find it if anyone can help please get in touch um so it became aware that there were longer versions of i'm your man floating around now why we could we couldn't find the studio version with vocals we didn't find that version in the end, did we? Can, can I can I tell the story? Because I Go, so, so, so what happened? I, I made it my personal kind of crusade to find out about to find the master for I'm your man, and um, I, we have Akira, and but we have a few other contacts in Japan, and we, we got in touch with um, Yamaha, who used to organise the World Popular Song Contest. And uh, they were very generous, and they said, unfortunately, the footage has been lost. Somebody's taped over the whole the whole thing, which was very normal at the time. But we do have the audio. We have the uh, master tapes of the audio. And I said, great. Uh, but they said, we've got no rights. Right, okay. So I, I didn't track down B.A. Robertson, who was one of the songwriters, and... Um, and he, was a big, he was a big pop star in the UK in the 80s. Big songwriter, had a load of big hits, B.A. Robertson. Mm. And he, P.A. Robertson was really helpful on this. And um, I don't think he ever heard a recording either, but he told the whole background story about it. And, and it's in the booklet as well. Um, and he said, I don't recall hearing a, a, doing a stereo version or a studio version of it. I only recall doing it live. And then I played him this YouTube clip, which is quite a poor audio studio version on there on YouTube. And he thinks what that was, was he's got the backing track. He's since found the backing track but there's no vocals on it. So it doesn't look like Mickey ever recorded the, the song in the studio. 
it only exists as a backing track. And he thinks what, what you can hear on YouTube is Mickey singing the song live on the radio to the, to the, to the backing track. Right. So unfortunately, it's unlikely that we will get we'll find a, a, a version with Mickey's vocals on it. But but we did get that. We, so we have two alternate takes from the semi-final and the final of this song in its entirety, which no one has heard since it went out. And there is still a chance. I don't think it's off the table yet. Glenn came very, very close to getting the backing tracks off of B.A. Robertson and persuading Mickey to go into the studio and record new 2020, 2019, it was, vocals over the top. That didn't happen, but never say never. That could still, we could could still still get a studio version of I'm Your Man. What a world. (laughs) What a world. Amazing. When, when Yamaha did send the, the tape over to me, I was extremely surprised to find that there was two versions of the song on the tape. And I didn't yeah. realize that he did a, um, a semi-final and a final. So we got both of those takes on the, uh, as, bonus tra- as bonus tracks on the, the new Mickey Dolan's Live in Japan album. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a couple things I want to mention before we go through the track listing. But uh, the first thing is that this comes with a DVD like the Davy Jones live in Japan. It's kind of, that was a template almost for what you'd get, right? Uh, When you watch both the performance of Davy Jones and this performance of Mickey, when they step out on stage, I think they're almost surprised at the reaction that they're getting from the crowd. Yeah, I think what's also very clear is that they are fantastic showmen, both of them. And they're so enthusiastic and so full of energy um that you know i would be completely exhausted if i had to do anything like that mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they give a hell of a show absolutely here we come Mickey thought the monkeys was dead. Mm-hmm. He thought the monkeys was was dead, and um, uh, I, I, I think he is genuinely 
surprised at, at, at the reaction. I mean, you, you, you would be. It's you, 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 you haven't done a gig for years, um, and you go out there, and it's like monkey mania again. You know, these Japanese fans were, were incredibly excited. It's a really great exciting recording so we've got the concert we've got the two i'm your mans we've got um a few more bonus tracks we've got tomorrow which is from his version of the uh, of bugsy malone mm-hmm. which i think is tomorrow a paul williams song i think it is isn't it it is yes yeah and, um, he keeps bumping into them right creative yeah <laughs> yes guarding I mean, tomorrow that's another song that for a long time we wanted to release we actually wanted to release that as a bonus track on the mgm singles collection a few years ago but we couldn't clear the rights back then. We've since tracked down um, uh, a gentleman called Mike Bat, who um, who was the producer and arranger on that single, and oh, he yeah. was very he was very helpful in this project. And Mike Bat is quite well known in the UK. You, you've interviewed him, haven't you, Ian? Uh, do you know what I have interviewed him? And funnily enough, we had an email about Mike Bat. He's got a kind of greatest hits coming out and i think he's going to come on my radio show again mike bat is a, is a brilliant i don't know how big katie melua was over in the states but he basically wrote and produced her first album i mean it, the, the big the thing he's most famous for over here is remember you're a womble i'm not even going to begin <laughs> to explain it but um but he's a great he's you know he's a great songwriter and a great arranger and um yeah really really nice uh very humble guy actually but also as it turns out he's a great pianist and the the, the um the piano playing that you can hear on tomorrow is all by him and it's really good it? stuff. Ah. Uh, and he, and it's in Mark sleeve notes, because uh, he explained he, he recorded four tracks in one day. And I can't remember who the other artists were, but Mickey's track was one of them. And it was done fairly quickly because Mickey had to be back in the West End and uh, back at um, the Boxy Malone show in the evening. Mm-hmm. And there was a story about Elton John's first wife as well, being at the, um, the recording studio studio with Mickey. It's all in the sleeve note. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. Tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. Kind of food they take me far tomorrow a resting place for bombs traps set in the slums but I know the score I will take no for an answer I was born to be a dancer
on the CD, you've got 18 tracks plus five bonus tracks. Yes. So you've got 23 tracks. On the DVD, you've just got the 18 tracks. Which the, the, the actual concert. The vinyl, Glenn. I, are, are all the bonus tracks on the vinyl as well? I can't remember. No, they're not. They're not. It's just the we, concert we on the vinyl. Sim- simply couldn't fit them on there. Yeah. Right. I, I've seen that there's a splatter version of the vinyl that's green, right? Ooh. And, and I can honestly say, and uh, this is not being biased, I can honestly say it's the uh, it's one of the best looking vinyl I, uh, copies I've ever seen in terms of the splatter just being so, you know, the colors work really well. Mm-hmm. The splatter vinyl works well. Um, but we rammed it absolutely full of music and we got as uh, many tracks as we could on there. So it's got the complete concert except for a little bit at the beginning where it's it, the theme from the monkeys. Um, we haven't put that on there because um, uh, we just couldn't fit it on there. But the rest of the with vinyl, there's there. so much. There's only so much space you can have before it yeah. starts to to de- degrade. I know someone who'll complain about that. <laughs> well, there are only 800 copies of this splatter vinyl, and we won't be pressing any more. Once they're gone, they're gone. So if you want the vinyl of this, folks, you've got to get this as soon as you can because it will not last. You need to get this. If you want to see it, this podcast will probably have gone out by the time I do it. Go to a 7A Records Facebook page um, because I will at some point be doing a live. Once I get the box of vinyl, I'm not going to open it. I will open it. What do they call it? Unpackaging. Is that what they call it? I will be unboxing, unboxing or unpackaging it. Yes on uh, live on the uh, the facebook page and i'll be seeing it with you guys for the first time so and you are talking about the album not sh- the, not the anything, album these not anything the final but, but nothing personal no 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 i, so, I i'm i'm not allowed to do that anymore so all ages incident. all ages can watch you unbox your vinyl family friendly very family friendly yes <laughs> <laughs> so here we go here are the the track listing for the CD, okay? We start off with Theme from the Monkeys. We go right into Sunny Girlfriend. That's kind of an unusual choice for Mickey to kick off a show, right? Oh, some great choices. Yeah, kicking it off, and it's, it's Clarksville's the second song, but to have a show that doesn't open with Clarksville, that's insane. Yeah, so Last Train to Clarksville, then you just may be the one. And keep in mind, this is Mickey. This is Mickey. You know, it's just Mickey. Okay, a song that Mike Nesmith wrote. One, two, I'm a Believer, Randy Scouse Git, Zoran Zam, a classic. 
Mary Mary, I want to be free. I love pillow time, right? I, I love it. I used to hate it when I was a kid, but now, I, now I've got kids. I think it's an absolutely stunning song. Imagine sneaking that into the middle of a concert. That's an incredible choice. And the fans go crazy for it. Yep, yep. Shades of Grey, No Time, Daydream Believer, I'm Not Your Stepping Stone, Go On Down, Pleasant Valley Sunday, Beverly Hills. Jam Records, new single, Beverly Hills. I 
the single that he was uh, over there promoting so we've got the studio versions on the cd for the first time um but yeah he closed the concert again a really weird <laughs> move to, to to the last two songs uh, my brand new single i hope you like it but i, I you know they, beverly hills i've always thought beverly hills was a very very weird song I, I, mickey wrote that didn't he yes he did Glenn? Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a creepy song. It's a great song, and to be or not to be, um, which is also a B. A. Robertson song. Who wrote right. um, yeah. "I'm Your Man"? He and, and B. A. Robertson had a big hit with it over uh, "To Be or Not to Be" over here it, in the UK. It was a top ten for him. It was a top yeah. ten hit. And what happened was, Mickey was going to tour in Japan, and um, and he was good friends with B. A. And uh, B. A. said, I'll, "I'll help you. You know, you, you know, you should have a single to tour on." You haven't got a single at the moment, so I'll help you. So they went into Mayfair Studios in London and they recorded Beverly Hills to be or not to be. I think a couple of other tracks, maybe Piston Power. And there's a couple of other masters out there. So it's essentially the same backing track, 
uh, to to be or not to be as it was on B.A. Robertson's hit single, except they changed the speed a little bit to um, to make it suit Mickey's voice a bit better. Mm. Mm. But it's so weird because he's breaking every rule of show business here, right? I mean, when you when you put together a set list, you don't have your encores and your final closing songs be your two new singles that no one's ever heard before. You usually try to sneak them in the beginning somewhere and then a little bit towards the middle and then you end out strong with the big hits, right? Like Pleasant Valley Sunday and so on and so forth. Monkeys are the craziest people. They are. (laughs) They absolutely are. (laughs) It's interesting to see his face at times and he just cannot believe what's happening. I think it's a real interesting kind of sliding doors moment i've always said this and i think we mentioned this in the sleeve notes of of the mgm singles Uh, it's it's always interesting to note that mickey had very little confidence i think in his singing ability he's got the best white soul voice in pop hard to believe it it really is and you listen to him you know in 67 belting out i'm a believer and in 2020 belting out i'm a believer he's just got an amazing voice but he had very little confidence uh, uh, in it and um it, this is a real glimpse as to what could have been if he'd have just if he'd have pushed at being a solo pop star after the monkeys if he'd have done some more straightforward you know kind of juicy bubblegum songs or some whatever instead of the the weird I'm going to curse. You can bleep this if you want. Instead of the weird shit he did, which I love, but if he'd have played the pop game a little bit straighter, he he could have been a big solo artist. And and I, this is like a little glimpse as to what could have been, you know, having screaming fans a uh, 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 solo Mickey Dolenz show. I love Mickey so much. I don't know if you're listening to this, Mickey. Man, I love you so much. I want to, when this is over, when, when COVID-19 is over, and as long as I have your permission... I'm giving I'm giving you a big hug, man, and I'm giving you a big kiss, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell you how much I love you. It's gonna be hot, hot. It's gonna be steamy, hot. I just honestly, can uh, can, can are you gonna edit this? No, this is a, <laughs> this is uh, one of those oh eight nine eight numbers. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mickey Dolenz. I'm taking off my pants. No, honestly, Help. man, I love you so much, Mickey. You've you've meant so much to me since I was a kid, and. Now we're releasing a concert that you did from when I was a kid. It's, uh, this is, you know, this is a joy. This is a joy. Mm-hmm. And all of these tracks are off of Mickey Dolan's Live in Japan, the CD slash DVD. Get it while you can. I'm Mickey Condolence. So the monkeys and you're listening to Zilch. Yes, indeed. That is Mickey Dolan's. He is a badass. Should we go to the bonus tracks, Ken? You, yes, uh, we, we absolutely have to. And uh, it, to me, I honestly don't know what I would do if I got a 7A release that was just a record. You know yeah. what I mean? If it was just the album, if it was just the CD. Because you guys always, it's just dripping with bonus stuff. Like uh, the, the the MGM thing was just insane. Davies Live in japan was just insane with with all the bonus stuff it's like you guys went in and scraped everything you could and just put it on there so we've got these last tracks i'm your man semi-final i'm your man final so you get to hear that twice in a row but there's differences and then you've got tomorrow from bugsy malone something we probably thought we'd never have then To Be or Not To Be, the single version, and Beverly Hills, the single version. And some of these things are making their f- debut 
on a digital platform as in CD and MP3 downloads, right? Yeah. Well, the, yeah, you're right. If we, we it, what, what's the point of just, although sometimes I, you do, sometimes I get new albums and I, that have been re-released for like 50 years and there's all these bonus tracks on there and you think, you know what? I don't think we needed take 17 of the uh, instrumental backing track. So, the, yeah, we try and we cram it with as much as we can. But also we try not to just put any old crap on there. You know, we want mm-hmm. it to be something we, we, we don't want there yeah, to be any tracks some, that you're going to skip. Something relevant as well. Yeah. Um, and but because Ian and I are fans and we want to make it as good as we can. And um, uh, we want to cram everything on there we can and, and put a, a big and nice booklet in there as we can. And um, in, in that way, it's worked out quite well that we've it's taken us such a long time to release this because had we released this four years ago, mm. uh, we probably wouldn't have had the bonus tracks and yeah. we probably wouldn't have had all the, uh, the nice pictures inside the booklet. Um, that uh, We've got all these nice uh, pictures that have never been seen before. Uh, from our Japanese friends, um, uh, Rikiso Komori and um, Akira Suzuki has been a big help with the pictures. See, a lot of record labels are like uh, spaghetti sauce that you get off the shelf, you know what I mean? But a real, a real Italian knows that... Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you're going with this. Okay, go you, on. <laughs> you've got you've to cook that sauce for maybe three, four days sometimes. And yeah. some places call it sauce and some ladies call it gravy. So yeah. I'm telling you, ask Sandy Gennaro. He'll tell you all about sauce and gravy. You know, so... <laughs> He's a great guy, and we love him. But so you're not you're not just doing stock here. You're not just off the shelf. You're 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 cooking this stuff. You're giving it time to to become the good stuff. But that's primarily that you say is is, is kind of just the way it worked out. You know, in that we kept getting this Nez stuff, and then the Davy stuff happened, and we hadn't done a Davy release, and you know, so this this just kept getting knocked back, and we would keep saying, when are we going to do? Mickey Dolenz live in Japan. Well, we've got this, and then we'll, maybe we'll do it after this. Um, but it's it, this is something we're really proud of. This is something we sat on for a long time, and and, and people would keep emailing us, and we appreciate uh, 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 their patience. But I tell you what's weird: the, the, the um, you know that bootleg video that we talked about of Mickey live in Japan that I, I paid I think fifteen pounds for, twelve pounds back in the day for. Mm-hmm. Glenn and I now own. We own. Not we own the rights and we own the original tape. I have that tape in my garage, which is the weirdest thing. And Glenn keeps asking if I've if I've still got it. And I I've moved a couple of times and I <laughs> I, I keep misplacing it, shall we say? But Don't I've, lose I've, it. no, I will not lose it. I know exactly where it is now. Yeah. Um, it's somewhere in this house. No, it, it, I, I, and and we own that tape and and just on a very slight tangent, we mentioned you know we've released the Davy stuff and uh, Peter did a tour. Uh, uh, there as well and there is a a video that did the rounds we've got that video we own again it was shot by jam it's the same people we own the big umatic tape the original tape i've got it converted to dvd and it's pristine quality and it's a it's a really weird concert It, it, it it rocks hard peter talk and the new monks i think it is um and people have been asking, are you going to release that? Are you going to release that? And we tried, we tried, we tried. But it was, obviously, you know, the last few years of Peter's life, he wasn't particularly well. So why would he want to bother with anything like this? Um, we have tried. And while we own the tape, we do not have permission from the estate 
to release that or we do have some peter talk news coming up which i'll let glenn tell you in a little bit mm. but we've tried so many times when peter was with us to um you know put forward projects that we thought gave him the respect that he he deserved and, and you know and we would send him all of the stuff that we were really saying we 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 could do this for you you know um and it it, it just he just wasn't it wasn't that important to him at that time of his life when we approached him. So the, the, the live in Japan again, never say never, but I don't, I don't see it being released for a while. If at all, if at all, unfortunately, no, he just wasn't very interested in any, no. in any sort of uh, music releases or get other things on his mind, which is fair. You know, he, he wasn't well and you can't, no. you can't blame him. Hey, guess what I got dog. No, listen. Oh, um gosh i have no idea it sounds intriguing have you got a package yeah <gasps> look what? at this it's mickey dolan's live in japan right here what time? Well, and look at I... this there's even there's even some to give away to our listeners look shut at that oh shut the front door just as just as this was happening the the post came and here it is i'm looking at it right now i'm Did gonna really do it as we were talking just literally just now just listen right there could could i make that noise if i if it if it wasn't true <laughs> that's incredible wow there you go well done i posted this from the uk about 10 days ago and imagine it arrives just now <laughs> how bizarre that's oh, well. serendipity so you guys talk a bit while i fight with the saran wrap you guys made sure it's uh it's it came well packaged and all I tell you what, would you like, we have a, we have two more releases as far as I'm aware. No, I tell you what, let's do that in a minute. I tell you what I want to say, Ken, is um, I really want to thank uh, um, everybody that we've mentioned. Akira played a blinding role in this. But on a personal level, I need to thank Glenn. I need to thank you, Glenn. And we've not really had this conversation. But for, I would say for the last um, maybe 12 months or so, I've really taken a back, probably a little bit longer, actually. Um I have really taken a back seat in, in 7A Records uh, because my mental health has been at an all-time low. I've, I've really not been very well, and I've been kind of having to focus on work and, uh, and focus on the kids, and I've, I've been feeling very, very ill. And, and, you know, I talk a lot about mental health on my radio show, and I've been out of it. And, Glenn, you've been amazing, man, and we haven't said this because, you know, we're, we're men. I was going to say we're British men. Only one of us is, but it's difficult for us to express this. I, I'm so grateful and appreciative of you being very cool about me taking a step back and, and being very passive and, and, in all honesty, not really doing a lot for the last 12, 18 months. And um, this is your project, man, and you – and as are the next couple. And you have played a blinder on this. So I just want to say thank you, brother, for – no, being you're, supportive you're and thank you for putting all this work in and making something that has my name on doesn't really deserve my name on it this this one is uh, is all you and it's brilliant you've done a great job no you're welcome it's it's it's, it's a you know it's a labor of love and uh, as i said to you you um I, I do really appreciate your input as well and um and as everybody will know any any big decisions you and i we do discuss you know we i'm not there's no way that i would just do a front cover or a booklet without discussing discussing it with Ian because uh, we want it to, to be as good as possible and um, you know it's, it's very good that we got and we do have different opinions on some things don't we yes we do uh, yes we do <laughs> and that's I, I think that's uh, that's healthy. it is an interesting thing if, if one of us suggests a release and the other isn't interested we don't do it we don't do it and we've both put yeah. forward things where the other one's gone I don't know if I'd buy that and 
we, we try and persuade them a little bit more. If they don't go for it, well, they don't go for it. That's the way it works. Yeah. yeah. Are you back, Ken? If, did we lose? Yeah, Ken? I'm, I'm. No, I'm sitting. I'm listening to you guys pontificate as I look at this booklet and the packaging. And speaking of packages, if you're a uh, fan of Mickey Dolan's in a in a crushing kind of a way, there's a picture you're really going to like. Mickey leaning back. Uh, in tight jeans. Uh, we really have to thank Henry Diltz for that front cover picture and Gary Strobel for, for finding I'm, it in the first place. I'm talking about the one on the inside as you open it up on the right. Uh, he's leaning back and there's oh, a 7-up yeah. cup in front of him. Yeah. And I just think that there's a lot of people that enjoy... Um, Mickey as a heartthrob will enjoy that picture in particular. Yes, man. Another Henry Diltz classic. Mickey looks like he's happy there. That's all I'm going to say. Funnily enough, sorry, we, we, we've been, Henry Diltz has, has helped us with pictures and his, his um, uh, assistant, Gary Strobel, who uh, everyone mm. will know. By the way, uh, Gary, get that book out, man. We're re- I'm reading, yeah, rereading really. Gary Strobel's book, which he very kindly sent me. It's great. Get it out. I watched two documentaries last week. I watched the uh, Linda Ronstadt uh, documentary mm-hmm. and the David Crosby documentary, both really yes. good films in different ways. And it was such a thrill at the, the end credits. Henry Diltz and Gary Strobel pop up in both movies. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, I know those guys. It was a real, it was really exciting. There's a new one that just came out about Laurel Canyon. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Came to see that. One thing I want to point out, and maybe this is just because I'm uh, an old dude, but I'm looking at the uh, CD and the DVD. And I am so glad that you make a distinguishable difference. I don't have to like shuffle through them. You can tell one's a film canister and yeah. one looks like a record. So thank you. As, as a, yes, we've all been there. <laughs> Nothing like standing in front of your PlayStation trying to decide which disc to put in, you know. We've all been there. Ken, would you mind? So, th- listen, this is Mickey Dolenz live in Japan. It has, I, th- I think, that a lot of people have now got the CD, Deep Discount, Amazon, you know, your usual places. That th- There may be a delay in getting them because of COVID-19. It's, it's out of our hands. Um, uh, there is also the vinyl, which, again, has been delayed because of the coronavirus and the pandemic. We really appreciate but, everyone's patience. Go on, Glenn. Sorry, you're going to yeah, say something. You know, let, let me, yeah, let me just explain, because there, there, there are some good news. And... Um, we have managed to ship another load of um, CDs and DVDs and, and splatter vinyl to the US, and they should be available when you hear this this episode. So go on there, go on to Deep Discount, and you should be able to get a copy. Obviously, um, this this batch will probably sell out as well, so um, there could be a gap after this sells out and the next batch arriving. But we're going to keep sending batches of stock over to the US as often as we can from our warehouse because our warehouse is still closed and we can only yeah. go in there a couple of days a month. Um, and, and that, that really is what it is. But um, oh, Glenn, tell them what turned up at your house the other day. You absolute prune. <laughs> this is brilliant, man. So I was, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting at home at the moment because the, um, obviously because of the virus. So everybody's working from home and suddenly there's a knock on the door and there's this big van outside and the guy says, I've got a pallet for you. I said, no, I don't think so. He said, yeah, it's got your name on it. So I go in there and he said, do you want to have a look? And I crawl up in there and there's a whole pallet of Mickey Dolan's vinyl. <laughs> and it's our new release. Wow. So it's, said, it's a whole pallet full of them, which is a lot of records. So, so then you went and got your tow motor and pulled it into the garage, right? What do you do with a pallet 
full no, of no, no. I, I, I said to him, I said to him, you got the wrong address. You need to go up to Birmingham. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so um, that, that's what happened. But some of that stock has now made its way to the US. And um, as you hear this episode, you should be able to get both the splatter vinyl and the CD and DVD version from deepdiscount.com. Uh, and in the UK, it's key mail order records is the fastest option. Um, it will be on Amazon UK probably from the 19th of June, but um, key mail order records uh, will be the faster bet. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing that this literally came while we were talking. It's unbelievable. It uh, blows my mind. And I'm looking here. Uh, you've got Mark Kleiner. He writes, he's, he's uh, doing Kleiner notes, uh, ha, ha, ha. And then we've got a uh, special thanks to some really cool people, Kevin Schmidt, uh, Ed Riley, Judas Supple Hadlock, Fred Velez, and Mike Black Diamond Streeto. But then over here, way down in the small bit, it's got special thanks to the following, the Zilch Podcast Team. Hey! Yes, man. Thank you. Who are they? You guys have been invaluable. Who are they? Come wow! <laughs> That's fighting talk! <laughs> we love 7a we love you guys and can we, like um, i said no, likewise would you mind ken before we go if we can we yeah. tickle your pickle sure let's tickle your pickle we have as far as i'm aware we've got two more upcoming releases mm-hmm. this is where glenn always clenches his buttocks he's thinking don't mention them <laughs> we can we, we can mention them can't we we can mention them we can mention them the only thing i would say is at this moment in time we don't have any uh, confirmed release dates Okay. Uh, because they are still works in progress. Tickle uh, Ken's pickle. Go on. But we have got, we are reissuing Peter Talk's album, his only solo album, Stranger Things Have Happened. Wow. On vinyl for the first time. And on CD. Wow. Yeah. And it's going to feature um, at least five bonus tracks. Um, and then we are, we have done a, a deal with Mickey. And we are releasing his uh, his uh, nineteen. I think they're the nineteen nineties recordings, the early nineteen nineties. It was released as Demo Cell um, a few years ago. But we have got three previously unreleased bonus tracks that you've never heard, uh, and possibly some more bonus material to go on there. So that's a bit of a Zilch exclusive, huh? Oh yes, that's right. Ah. Um, and I have to say, and I think I mentioned this before in a, in, a, in a post a while ago, that one of those unreleased bonus tracks on uh, on Mickey's album is probably the best I've ever heard him sing. Seriously, his vocals in, in the early 90s, he sounded so good. Very good. Now, uh, I want to throw an idea out to you guys. Yeah, I'm going to catch it and I'm going to run with it. I, I hope you do. I would love for you and Glenn to do a show and we'll air it. Call it Zilch UK. I don't care what you call it. Seven A's it. dance party, whatever you want to do. We're doing it. I mean, you guys, you guys have a, a, a history that I don't have. If nothing else, it's another voice from the UK, a, a fan contingent that could use some representation, right? We're doing it. We're going to do it. Glenn, we're going we to do it. I'm up, I'm up for it. You have to find right. The, the, the right theme. Boom! Here, Here we they come. come. <laughs> <laughs> because because the first thing that'll happen is Ian will ask me to sing again. 
Well, there you go. It, oh, it has to happen. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. The scoop is this that we're getting a Peter Tork album re-released with bonus tracks, but there's something else, something else that you you said there were a couple of. That's only a one a not a couple of. Yeah, the demoiselle. I never really know how you say it. Demo demoiselle, the Mickey yeah. Dolan's um, demos. That's going to come out at some point, hopefully with a few bonus tracks. Now, what uh, is that? Because a lot of people see. Sadly, there's a lot of Monkeys fans that only know like the first four albums, and that's well, they're, they're it. not real Monkeys fans. They're not real Monkeys fans. <laughs> I met Mickey in 1987, and he signed my butt. And I am a real Monkeys fan, and those people are not real Monkeys fans. <laughs> Uh, uh, it was this was a CD that, that Mickey released himself, um, I, I guess in the, the, the mid '90s, and I, it was it, only, it didn't have many tracks on it, seven or eight, I think, off the top of my head. Uh-huh. And they were demos, and some of the songs ended up on Just Us, and some of them never ended up anywhere. Um, and it's actually it's a really nice recording, really nice little recording, and yeah. um, it is we are going to give it, but it was very low key limited edition i think you got it through a fan site you know it was not a a, a, a big thing we're, we're we're bringing it out and we're going to shout from the top of the buildings that this is happening and we're going to make a big song and dance about it like king kong we're going to climb up to the top of the empire state building and shout to the world oh yeah baby that's basically, basically in the early 90s mickey was trying to get a record deal again and so he recorded all these um there's somewhere between demos and finished studio versions of a lot of songs that he would have an agent go around the record companies and try to to drum up some interest but unfortunately it it, it never happened but some of the songs are actually very very good and we got uh, at least three previously unreleased <laughs> bonus tracks to go on there and um <laughs> I love Glenn's underselling. Some of the songs are very good, <laughs> meaning some of them are rubbish. <laughs> They're all good. Yeah, well, I I, I like the whole album, as, as you say. It, it it was it was difficult to to get at the time it came out um, because you had to be a either a member of a fan club or get it from his own website. Um, but uh, we don't have a confirmed release date because we're going to do you know, the best possible job we can do on this and get as many bonus tracks as we can, uh, the best possible booklet full of pictures and the longest leave note. Uh, and that's why it takes it, uh, you know, it's quite a while to release an album. We could easily release it tomorrow if you just wanted, you know, the disc and nothing else. But no, it, there's, you've got to do this right. It's yeah, like I talk yeah. about about my my wonderful Italian grandmother. She she make it a sauce. You're not just doing stock here. You're making something that the fans are going to want to have. No stock. Seven A. No yeah. stock. This is thick, rich sauce. I don't really get the sauce analogy, but I'm going with it, and I'm I'm hungry now. So thank you for that. There you go. There you go. But uh, no, you you gotta you gotta put time in into a craft, something that is good. You know what I mean? And that's seven eight to me. Something that is really good quality stuff. And uh, we we've been so blessed as monkey fans. I mean, to think something that started out life as something that didn't get much love or respect. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, Mark Kleiner's show and Al Williams and Al Bigley's show, Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion, and We Want the Monkeys by Dave Galvin and, and other people and Monkeys Live Almanac and Cool Cherry Cream and just all these people that have been doing things, Pasquale and all that. Everybody, all the way back to Maggie McManus and 
you know, that's that's where all this started from. You mentioned that show in Japan where they did a radio show about the monkeys back then. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. We have been so blessed with such a great fan community. And you were joking earlier about that's not a real monkey fan, but the, the, the monkeys fans, they, they come in all shapes and sizes, creeds and whatever you know what have you this is like all the colors of the rainbow in the rainbow room right and i'm i'm so glad to see this community still still growing this fandom still growing and uh it, it is fantastic and and you guys are providing a valuable service because i've compared you to archaeologists before this is what you guys are doing and uh, i truly do appreciate it it's it's amazing to think that in 2020 and i said this what when you did the first mickey dolan's thing it's mm -hmm. amazing to think that we're getting new mickey dolan's music to almost every monkey fan that is out there in 2020 we're doing our best man thank you i really thank appreciate, you very much. Really appreciate it yeah and um uh i'm i'm not going to tell you that we're in talks with someone to release an original album didn't say that sorry okay ken it's been lovely talking well, to you okay so <laughs> just gonna leave us hanging there huh? i've been lovely talking to you ken i'm afraid i must go <laughs> on, on that bombshell you're like that guy that would leave you hanging and make you make another call right <laughs> <laughs> dial this other number to find out exactly what i'm talking about no i've said i've said too much i'll get told off for that one but um like uh, hey, paul mccartney and help i've i can say no more please say I, no more please, oh god i haven't seen that for years i've forgotten that please say i no more. love that movie I so love good. it. It's a little bit uncomfortable. You know, there's a little bit of um, brown face and, you know, there's a, it's a little uncomfortable in 2020, but I do, I do love it. I'll have two lagers and lime and two lagers and lime, please. You know, there's yeah. some wonderful, Ian, wonderful things in it. Flat out. What isn't uh, uncomfortable in 2020? <laughs> exactly. It turns well, out we were all horrible racists back in the day. <laughs> the stuff we used to watch as kids, my word. My shoes aren't even comfortable in 2020, so, you know. Is, is, is satire, satire, is, is that allowed anymore? Or is yes, it, oh, is, is, don't, don't get, I've muted Glenn on Facebook because his, his political stance is the complete <laughs> opposite of mine. So now I think, Ken, is a great time to so wrap it up. 7A Records split up. Well, we did the um, Zilch podcast and it got round to politics. It. That <laughs> was it. It all went to hell right there and then. Thank you, mate. And it's a real pleasure, mate. We really appreciate your time and yeah. your interest. We genuinely do. Well, I'm serious about what I said. If you guys want to do anything, whether it's review the albums, anything you want to do, it's, just, it's your show. I've said to you in the past that you guys are our UK contingent. So really appreciate it. Thank you. Have at it. Thank you, Thank mate. You. We will Thank see you, you later on, Ken. Thank you, everyone. Zilch uh, listeners, 7A record buyers, may God bless you. Thank you. So get Mickey Dolan's Live in Japan CD and DVD, or you can get the vinyl album, which is an amazing-looking product all by itself. It's so cool that this thing right here... I, I That's right. don't know if I can get it to make noise. It's a CD and a... You know, but this right here... Could I make this noise with it if, if it didn't come? <laughs> uh, but here it is. There it is. It's a really cool package. 24-page booklet on the CD. Uh, just wonderful. You're going to love this, folks. Add this to your collection. 7A, always quality, for fans, by fans. Thank you, Glenn Gretlin. Thank you, Ian Lee. Thank you, Ken. Really appreciate it. And, and thanks to everybody for your support. We really appreciate it. 
All right, we will see you all in the next episode of Zilch. Say see ya, Glenn. See ya. Say see ya, Ian. See ya, Ian. See, he knows how to do it. <laughs> Take care, okay. everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Be safe. Bye. Bye. Notches through her window Living in the stones of Beverly Hills Plastic food and paper people Crooked doctors hawking pills Living in the stones of Beverly Hills Living in the stones of Beverly Trash out every Thursday Puss the children out at night Builds a fence around your neighbor Case that fool might want to fight Living in stones of Beverly It says here we've written another book about the monkeys. Wasn't the first one enough? Not at all, Mark. Our original book, Looking for the Good Times, Examining the Monkey Songs One by One, was very successful, but only covered half the story. Which half? The group half. Our new book, Headquartered, A Timeline of the Monkeys' Solo Years, covers the solo half. Who knew the monkeys record so many solo albums? Not only that, but this book covers all of their solo projects, including stage shows, horse racing, running record labels, directing and starring in TV shows and movies, voice acting, and jail. Jail? Did the monkeys go to jail? Ah, you have to read the book to find out. You've sold me. Have you sold them? Who, who, who's them? Those people out there listening to this. Well, listen to this. This book has discographies, photos, and other information about the prefab for Mickey, Davey, Peter, and Mike, the solo monkeys, plus another nifty cover by Scott Shaw. Wow, he did our last cover. And this one's equally good. Where can you get this masterpiece? Announcer. Announcer? That's me. <clears throat> get Headquartered, a timeline of the monkey solo years, written by Michael A. Ventrella and Mark Arnold. Those two guys. It's available in hardback, paperback, or ebook from BearManorMedia.com or from Amazon. Get your copies today. Cool. I'm going to get one today. And that's our show. Zilch is an online nonprofit monkeys audio fanzine made by fans for fans. 
Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the Monkees or any of their members past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Burke. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around.